Hello, and welcome to the first episode of my podcast. I am Gabe. I do not have a name for this podcast yet. It might just be end up being the Gabe Alexander podcast, uh, but you guys will probably see it once it's uploaded, wherever I decide to upload this. And I created this podcast as a creative outlet for myself during you know all the times of quarantine and isolation. Uh, I think like anybody who started a podcast, we have inspiration from other podcasts. Uh, mine, obviously, Joe Rogan, because he's the biggest one out there. And I really just love all the variety of topics that he talks about on every episode. So I want to try to do that for you guys. Every episode that comes out hopefully will be on a new and interesting topic. Um, this will help me, having different topics every week will help me learn a bunch more and do a bunch more and yeah make it more interesting and uh hope you like this setup i just went out and bought all the stuff to hang it up and i think it looks nice i think it looks nice we got a drink with us grab something to eat grab something to drink and let's get into it because for my first episode i have the running title keeping your mental sanity in 2020 uh because 2020 is crazy well especially if like me you're in the United States. <laughs> uh, just all the politics going on this close to the election, the virus, and then all the social change and issues that are being brought to light. And honestly, since moving from a house with three of my buddies and where my girlfriend's always over, I've had my uh, fair share of adapting and keeping my mental sanity because now I am in the middle of Indiana with nobody all alone. <laughs> so it's... Uh, yeah, it, you get used to it, you adapt, and I wanted to speak about it. And I didn't really know I wanted to speak about it until I was in one of my graduate classes, and our professor is just asking anybody, oh, you know, how's everybody doing? Anything going on? And everybody just started talking about politics and the virus in our class, which is all fine, but people were getting very emotional and even started like crying and stuff in class, and obviously, you know you're gonna go through some hard stuff but the stories they were talking about didn't seem like they should be crying over it <laughs> um so i thought if anybody's in that situation and sees this maybe any tips <laughs> how to keep their mental sanity in 2020 might be helpful and especially goodness with the november election coming up the presidential election Many people, both sides of the aisle, are extremely scared and panicking about the results <laughs> of the upcoming election. Uh, I saw a poll that said about 60% of Democrats and 40% of Republicans, they feel like if the opposite candidate wins, that the whole country is going to go to shit. And understandable, none of the, none of the uh, candidates are good, however... There are so many other parts of government. There are so many, so much in your life that is not run by who is the president. Uh, will be okay. <laughs> it's not as important as the media and other people like to think it is about who's uh, sitting in the White House. <laughs> so I don't think I have any authority to speak on keeping your mental sanity. You know, I'm not perfect, but uh, hopefully something I say uh, is helpful to anybody who sees this. Uh, first up is organization and we'll go in depth with this but something that i kind of keep in the back of my mind is a twist on a saying from jordan b peterson 
controversies aside <laughs> from him, he said, don't try to fix the world if your life needs fixing. And I take that and I uh, think about worrying. Like, don't worry about the world and your life right now. Make sure you get organized, you get all your life together so you don't have all your personal problems bringing you down as well as all the fuck the crap that is going on <laughs> in our world and i've really tried to take that to heart this semester uh, i have really never been organized with school and i always used reminders from teachers in class oh yeah don't forget this don't forget that uh this doesn't work in graduate school at all <laughs> especially uh with online graduate school uh, half the time i don't even have classes they just skip a week and they're like yeah we'll meet in a few weeks and figure everything out <laughs> um i wasn't always panicking if i missed something and i was always searching through each of the syllabi now but um trying to pull up your syllabi and reading through it every day okay what do i got to get done for this class what do i got to get done for this class it's a bunch of wasted time trying to just scroll through and read everything so we got to get organized and i was like all right i'm bad about writing things in a planner i don't like carrying a planner around i just have my laptop and I'm pretty sure everybody's seen it, all those uh, Notion videos on YouTube about, you know, organize your life with Notion. Uh, I tried it a few times. I never used it much more than a normal notes app. I saw how in-depth it was, and it kind of put me off. I was like, oh, I don't want to take the time to set everything up and, uh, you know, go through all the databases and create all the linked pages and search functions. But what I did do is I found a template for all the classes and a big master schedule that has, like, a to-do checklist and I downloaded that I've put in all my classes and that took a while to go through all the syllabi add in each assignment or notes or discussion post and you know fill out all the boxes and talk about when it's due what class any you know directions that go along with it but once it was all done and I had this long sheet of just to-do lists organized by date I just hop on my computer I just pull it up and it's so much easier I'm not wasting all this time going through syllabi and you know i have all that plus i have a uh, graduate assistant position i do research well, i look for grants and i look for literature and i organize all the data and now i'm writing up all the manuscripts and it's a lot and it's just so nice to have everything laid out for me i know it a lot of people do it already but it does make a difference if you're on the fence <laughs> like i was um and to organize other stuff, not just school assignments, uh, obviously you need a calendar. And I always hated it. I hated how many calendars I had on my phone because I have two Gmail accounts, like a personal and my undergrad university Gmail account, which I still use because I'm still doing research for my undergraduate as well in that school. Uh, and then I have a new Outlook uh, for the graduate school I'm at now, an Outlook calendar and my Apple calendar. And I was always going through them, trying to not sure what events I should put in what calendar, what place would be the most effective and efficient for me. And I had no idea that you can go into your settings on your Apple calendar and you can sync up all of your calendars, Gmail and Outlook. So it all appears on one. And it's the smallest thing, but it's so nice. Just reducing any little hassle, any little stress. Not even stress like I'm searching through calendars, but just anything 
to make your life easier as simple and as oh I don't need to do that as you think it really does help keep everything organized you know I've forgotten a few things because I'm not checking the calendar that's on like the third page of my home screen and it just it helps to have it and really those are what I do for organization it's not much you know, I got the calendars I got notion really just trying to keep my social life my school life and my GA work life all in sync and not conflicting with each other has just made everything so much easier and that now moves into my next little subtopic on this which is lifestyle changes to uh, reduce stress levels and combat your demotivation because there have been so many times where I just wake up I'm not motivated I take like an hour and a half to get ready and get food in the morning before I start working and it's just it's not helpful I like being done earlier in the day as soon as possible so I can do whatever I want like recording a podcast and um, yeah I was sleeping in till like almost the afternoon and I always thought I was demotivated because everything was online and not very exciting my classes and or my work is not very exciting right now however one well, a few days I was forced to wake up early because I had an in-person meeting and I realized when I wake up at 7 or 8 I'm actually much more productive I I wake up earlier and have less sleep but I am productive <laughs> um, and I think it's because when I was waking up later it was just I was oversleeping and oversleeping we've been told is just as bad as undersleeping so if I get in my eight nine hours at night waking up at 7 in the morning I'm actually much more productive I only take about a half hour to get ready enjoy my breakfast then I am able to start on my work mm. sorry just take a taking a drink but yeah it's always nice too when you get up to have like this morning routine that kind of gets you set gets you ready um now it sounds really douchey it's like, oh, here's my morning routine. I do all this and that. It's like, no, just do whatever you enjoy doing that like slowly wakes your brain up. Mine's really simple. Um, if I don't just get up out of my bed as soon as the alarm hits, I'm sucked right back in. So I have to get up and then I you know, just brush my teeth, wash my face, go make breakfast and coffee. And pretty much now it's either been two eggs or oatmeal with some fruit. I try to stick to a very simple diet so I don't have to think about what I want to make in the morning. Um, and then while I'm eating, I just, you know, watch a little bit of YouTube, something easy to just realize that I'm awake. Okay, yeah, I don't have to get up and just start working. I have a little bit of time to relax. Um, and then I um, just go to my room, boot up my computer, open up my stuff, and uh, thankfully, my girlfriend is probably up by this time, and we just hop on Discord video call, and we start working for five, six hours. Um, yeah, it's just another great habit that, that, I'm doing, that I have started doing is being on video call with somebody while I'm working. I can't, I always feel bad about procrastinating if, you know, I see somebody working hard, and she's an engineering student, so she's always working hard. <laughs> so having her as my motivation is really, really nice. And if I ever want to take a break, we normally don't talk on these calls too much. 
we're normally just busy but if you ever need like five ten minute break instead of texting somebody or calling somebody like just for like five minutes like oh no i can just you're already right here i can start talking it's super nice my day is always more fun being on a video call while i'm working now once all of the daily obligations are finished um you'll most likely have a few hours to really do whatever you want um and i recommend that you have some brainless hobbies and active hobbies once you're done uh i've been really good about brainless hobbies uh like i said earlier i kind of just watch youtube in the morning slowly wake up i always like to play video games if my buddies are online and stuff um honestly right now i'm playing destiny the old republic terraria and Smash Bros, all good games, all good games. And then also another brainless hobby is uh, audiobooks. I Sitting down and reading is just not fun to me, but laying down and listening to an audiobook is so much better. It's super, super nice. I don't really have to put it into effort. Uh, I have the Audible subscription, so I get you know, a free book every month or so. And what I can recommend, um, I've been reading fantasy a lot recently, so Stormlight Archive by Brandon Sanderson has been god tier. Now only three books are out right now, it's going to be a ten book series. Uh, the fourth one, Rhythm of War I believe it is, is coming out very very soon so I can't wait to jump back into that series, but while I'm waiting, you know, in between series that are still going on, I have a series that I've been binging recently while I wait, uh, The Wheel of Time, very old book series it's like 14 or 15 books uh and it's you know pretty tolkien-esque it has its its inspirations from tolkien but it's so good it, i believe it goes so beyond lord of the rings it's so interesting all the characters are great so far i'm only five books into it right now yeah i'm on book five and there's 15 in the series so i have a lot to go but i cannot recommend those two enough if you're into fantasy high fantasy they're great you know uh so much world building depth of characters it's ooh, chef's kiss and another brainless ho hobby that i have are obviously just binging shows uh me and my girlfriend you know when we're done trying to wind down at night we'll stay on a video call and just like watch anime or <laughs> any other show breaking bad counterpart all good things just it's nice to relax at the end of the day once you're you've been productive now really enjoy it don't stress about other things just and try to enjoy the last three four hours of your day um and then you can move on to active hobbies which are just working out or art or um this like creative stuff playing the piano one of my active hobbies that i'm starting because i'm really bad at them is this podcast and hopefully i'll be consistent with it and it will get my creative juices flowing i'll be learning something every week and I can, you know, edit the podcast and it'll be super fun. I like editing. I used to, <laughs> back in the day, try to make YouTube videos of League of Legends and all of that. Those were fun times, even though uh, my videos sucked. But hopefully this, this uh, change of scope will turn out better. Um, another hobby that I want to get into, but it's a tiny bit of an investment, is going down to the shooting range you know applying for a gun license getting a gun i really do like shooting at ranges where you don't need a license like missouri um well i think most states you actually don't need a license to shoot you need one to buy a gun but yep i want to get a gun soon i think just so i can go out 
every now and then go to the shooting range just relax focus on something it's super fun if you're scared of guns or haven't tried yet it's nothing to be afraid of everything's safe i just took my girlfriend out a few months ago first time shooting she loved it she's also russian so that might be why she loved it um not sure yet <laughs> and then oh another just little part to end off your day is right here a little wine a little whiskey whatever you fancy obviously don't overdo it but you know have a nightcap every once in a while or enjoy yourself self-care is so important especially now with everything going on uh treat yourself just treat yourself enjoy your life don't try to get stressed by with everything's going on um you know we have this big wide world of stress and anger clickbait that's uh what i named this topic i thought it was kind of funny uh, so yeah the the big stuff <laughs> the world is yes chaotic and unprecedented however you're allowed to ignore it for a day or two okay it's okay you don't have to wake up every morning turn on fox or turn on msnbc or cnn and just have all that dread coming at you <laughs> media is falling off mainstream media is falling off and the reason they're alive right now is because of clicks everything's online you, you click it you get ads that's how they make their money obviously so what do they do to make people click it they don't want to you don't want to hear really good stories all the time you don't want to hear like marginal stories with normal headlines you want to click stuff that shocks you so they just take an event the right takes it to their extreme, the left takes it to their extreme, have some crazy headline that's complete and other bullshit, leaps and bounds from the truth, and you click it, you read it, and sometimes you're like, ah, but most times people are just stuck in their echo chamber that they just believe it. Whatever's presented to them, they believe it. It's really, really sad. In general, my rule of thumb is don't watch mainstream news. Don't watch any cable TV news. <laughs> they're all corrupt they're all trying to make you angry trying to push their side try to find people that you like online that's my choice uh youtube mostly who are try to be as unbiased as possible and aren't being funded by huge organizations uh, so examples for me are philip defranco youtube's favorite news guy um I think he's a little left-leaning, but most of the time he's pretty good. He's, he's He throws in like oh, stories that aren't really related to the news too much, like rap stories, social media stories, YouTube stories. Uh, so that's fine. It It's more news. He does cover the bigger topics that are going on in the world and tries. He says he tries to stay as unbiased as possible. It seems like it. Uh, another person I watch but a little less of now is Tim Pool. Uh, he was good, I think, like a year or two ago, and now he is kind of moving towards that anger, click, bait stuff. Um, he used to be kind of a lefty guy. Now he's like moving more and more to the right, I think. So you know, we, you can see some bias coming in there, uh, but that's okay. Most of the time, the videos that I do watch aren't like his rant videos. It's just him covering the topic, not really talking about his opinion too too much. And those are still decent. And then what I can recommend the most for anybody is uh, there's this channel on YouTube, The Hill, and they have a bunch of news. But the section I recommend is the the Rising is like their that new show. Uh, it's 
co-hosted by two great people it seems one guy's a sort of new age republican and the woman she is a progressive kind of democrat and they don't argue they have civil discussions they talk about a lot pretty much just crap all over the current people in media and administrations right now they're both not happy with where it's at but it's really unbiased and great and if you're looking for news that doesn't make you yell at your tv they'll cover the same topics but they it won't make you yell at your tv and you know sound off on whatever social media they just tell you the story one guy says his opinion the lady says her opinion and they don't really contrast too much they agree on a lot more than they disagree which is how it's going to be for most people you talk to wherever they end up you're going to agree on like 90 percent of the things and all like the 10 percent that's really big yeah you'll disagree in but they understand that they talk it's super nice and super chill um and another after you disconnect you know only have a few things that you do connect to um my biggest my biggest thing i just want to tell people who seem to get so angry on politics both sides is stay off twitter twitter is just a cesspool it's the worst social media app if you follow news and even if you don't because the way people like their likes appear on your timeline and obviously people are retweeting you'll find political stuff anyway but twitter is just a cesspool nobody on there knows what they're talking about i say that with a hundred percent confidence it's cancel this cancel that yada 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 here's the thing take a day off take two days off from social media news even even the good news that i recommended take a few days off because here's the thing no matter who you're rooting against with the with the parties we have right now there's going to be a mess up every single day so you're not really going to miss anything right anything big because it's a new topic every day and i guarantee i can't but i guarantee you guys can't either what were you mad about two weeks ago two weeks ago in three days like what were <laughs> look on the calendar look at that two weeks ago three days and be like hmm, what was i angry about then if you're one of those people who always get angry who gets angry on social media and if you can't remember which was just two weeks ago there's no point in being angry right it's not big enough for you to care in two weeks so why are you going to get angry that's how i think about it um but yeah if you really can't take a day or two off and you have to be clicked in 24 7 try to change the news you're watching and if you're already watching good news you're probably not clicked into it 24 7 unless like you want to be some social commentary person um but really the yeah the news cycle just changes so much all the time it's it's not worth getting angry about stuff because you're not going to remember and then being angry just wasn't good like why am i going to do this detriment and just have all this negative stress for something i'm going to forget about uh and plus well we talk about privilege so much in the united states and you know it's a topic that needs to be discussed a little bit maybe not to the intensity as it is but if you want to talk about privilege and you're getting mad about politics think of all the privilege you have as an american okay i know the news cycle is big with this upcoming election but don't forget about hong kong you know we were talking about that a month two months ago uh they're still going through it their rights are being violated china has uh, pretty much the authority now in Hong Kong, uh, people are, are getting arrested. Journalists are getting arrested just for f waving a flag around, the American flag. It's scary. The world 
is scary. And I acknowledge there are a crap load of problems here in the United States. However, compared to a lot of other countries and what they're going through right now, check your privilege. <laughs> People like saying that a lot. Check your privilege. You're in the United States and it could be much worse. Obviously, I'm saying that as somebody who is privileged within the United States. I understand people don't have it as easy for me, so I can say uh, certain things and not to worry about things. I I understand that, but try to keep the world in perspective, not just the United States. That would be my advice. Um. Yeah, the president doesn't have as much influence as you think they do. So I want everybody to know my tips for keeping mental sanity. Start organizing your life. Whether it be planners, little stuff you don't even think of. For me, organizing my life is, I'm going to eat the same thing every morning for breakfast, every every day for dinner. Because I just, I want to buy all my stuff real easy, not worry about financials. I'll get cheap stuff, soup, oatmeal, eggs. Uh, I'll make some dumplings, handmade dumplings with my girlfriend. Uh, and we'll just, it's just one less thing. I don't got to worry about money now as much. Especially with groceries, because I'm buying stuff I like that's cheap. You know, we got planners now. We got the calendars all working out. Like, the little things actually make a very, very big difference. Lifestyle changes, like I talked about. Try to be as productive as you can. Find out the habits that are good, whether waking up earlier when you are already tired when you sleep in. That might actually be helpful. It was helpful for, for me. You know, getting everything done early so the rest of the night I can just relax or do something creative like right now. Um, and really just try to disconnect from politics and social media. So many people have written posts or books talking about how much better their life is if they just turn off their phone, right? Or they just get a flip phone for a little bit and say, hey, only the important people can call me. I'm not going to check into the news cycle. I'm just going to go on a camping trip or I'm just going to I'm gonna stay off the grid for a little bit. Their stress goes down. You can be happy in this current state. You can. You got to try. But you can be happy in this current state. We don't have a dictator as much as people would like to say we do. I know, I know he's pushing the line a little bit. I'll give you that. We don't have a dictator who's taking away, you know, our basic rights. You can be happy, you can enjoy yourself. So try and try very hard. Get If you are feeling perfect in your life, kind of going full circle now, if you're feeling perfect in your life, you got no stress, you got no worries, you can't improve your life anymore. Okay, the next obstacle, the next challenge, like taking over your life, taking control of your life, that's hard. <laughs> Especially once you go like financially independent, from whoever you were relying on and living on your own, all that. Taking control of your life's hard. Feeling really comfortable and confident is hard. And if you manage that, I applaud you. I'm working there. And then tackle the world. Whatever you see fit, that would be my recommendation. But I hope you guys enjoyed this quick little first episode. I will try to fix up all the little problems that might arise and just improve the quality over and over. Thank you and good night.